0: All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing spinning the one and twos, eight seven seven three seven grind is your number to participate. We are broadcasting here from the Doseki Studios. Get a dose. Um all right, so keeping it moving, first of all, let me respond to a message I got. My buddy uh, Chris, he's a he's a diehard uh cowboy fan, but he like this guy, like, he bitches complains about a lot, but I love him. It's Dallas crazy, some of the texts that he sends to me. He tells me, he goes, after the 24th season, next hot name coach is Lincoln at USC Market. Okay. The reason why I, t- I told him, I said, man, I'm going to respond to you. I'm, I'm going to text you back. I'm gonna respond to your next segment. I mean, you got you got the VIP number to me, so... um, First of all, man, look. Let's not let's not forget. Okay. Lincoln Riley just went and hired Cliff Kingsbury to come on staff. Okay? That's number 1. The reason why in my opinion that he go now, keep in mind he hasn't had to answer questions quite yet. I haven't heard anything about, you know, Jimbo got bombarded about the Bobby Hall. Who's calling the plays? Is he the offensive coordinator? I don't think Lincoln's had those questions just yet because we ain't had Pac-12 media. Day. If not, I ain't even had any quotes come out of Pac-12 either. Probably nobody shows up to damn Pac-12 media today. But anyway, he had to hire Kingsbury, and you know, in my opinion, the why he did that is because his offense, going back to Norman, Oklahoma, and in USC and USC, people are high on USC with who they've got coming back. They've got the front runner to uh, win the Heisman. You know, we haven't had a back-to-back Heisman winner since who was it? Archie Griffin or somewhere the hell was? Way before my time. I only asked Jonathan before that. Was before my time. Yeah, it's a Buckeye, and you grow up knowing right. that one. Up more. Okay. Yeah, you should know that. One. But they've got every they've got to the, go in the right direction. But his offense has been pretty much vanilla. I understand that he sent two quarterbacks to go shake hands with the commissioner. Speaking of Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, did I miss number one, one overall? Uh, yeah. You don't you don't give him credit for Jalen Hurts. So. No, no, stop it. No. Well, you know what? Let me let me rephrase it. That's that's a little bit disrespectful. You know what? Because the truth of that is, J- he you know Jalen got to de- you know he got to really work on his passing skills, and they expanded the offense, and they let the they kind of took some handcuffs. He had some handcuffs at Alabama. Like like Nick wasn't letting the offense run like Lincoln Riley. Open oh, so that helped Jalen Hurts get on the radar. And know, like, okay, I can play in this. And if, so, yeah, I think, Lincoln, you get a little bit of credit. But the whole mental toughness, the like, I just got paid over $100 million, but I'm still hungry, like, like I'm ain't like i just coming off of Ramadan. That comes from old St. Nick. Told you I'm changing my older way. I'm looking at things different. So, I just gave Lincoln, for the first time on the show, maybe about 10% effort, or 10% to Jalen. Because that's fair. Because the offense Very was different. Of you, Cal. The offense was different. But back to my point. Uh, he's got him to shake his hands. None of these quarterbacks in the NFL have showed us that the next level. That's come from the Lincoln Riley. They've not really done anything. Now, Jones is going to go back to Baker's year. We made the play. No, the bottom line, they have it So my point is, Chris, I don't know if Lincoln's name. I understand the connection because you know, again, Jerry had a love fest for this guy about four years ago. I mean, he was the guy everybody thought Jerry was going to get from Oklahoma to be the coach, but. I just think that his name might not be as sexy on Jerry's rotation as you might think, and again, we just don't know because I think the red flag is having to go get Cliff Kingsbury because that ain't one of those Alabama Nick Saban. Hey man, come on, come over here. Look, you got fired. Come over here, get get your stock up. And no, that's not. Don't try to go there either. With oh, well, did not Dick do that? I mean, why can't it be? You know, Cliff Kings? No. And I'm surprised Cliff took this job anyway because, you know, the truth of the matter is, though, when you get fired, you have to actively look like further. I think there's some rule like that, especially if a team owes you money anyway. But, you know, also he loves the game. And I could probably see Cliff Kingsbury getting recircled back in the college head coaching again before probably he gets another shot in the field, which it kind of sucks because I think what went down in Arizona wasn't really on Cliff. I don't think he deserved the job at the time based off his resume in Texas Tech when he was at Lubbock. But at the end of the day, what went down in Arizona wasn't all on him. It was more of the up, you know, up front office and everything. So, but I could definitely, if if I, I could definitely see that shot uh, from my buddy Chris putting that out there. I mean, I, I could see that. But I think you would probably, you, if you're talking about a rebuild which I think that's what Dallas would be in. And Dallas fans would not, they would have a hard time basically stomaching that and going through a rebuild. And first of all, I don't even think Jerry would admit to it, what it was, but I'll be here to tell you like, Hey, you can call it what you want. You don't want to call it global warming. I don't know, but our asses is frying. It's heating up. The earth's crust is heating up. Call it what you want. it political, whatever it's hotter. So Jerry won't admit to a rebuild Nobody, but it will be what it will. And I think at that time, I think you might want an experience somebody that's done it or at least somebody that's been a coordinator at the NFL level, unlike bringing somebody like Lincoln Riley in from the college aspect. And I know you got history and Pete Carroll, but but that doesn't even count because Pete Carroll used to coach the Jets. He was in the NFL before he went to college and then came back. So there you go. That's my opinion response to that. But moving on, before we talk a little bit of college, um, NFL, I know we, we haven't really done any updates since Monday or Tuesday. I told you they've been making a big deal with this Madden release, you know, and, and I wouldn't be giving it the time of day if the players didn't. Uh, and it really means a lot to them. And, you know, Madden, and I think this is the vision that EA had when they decided to assemble a team of nerds, okay, and geeks. Is that still? Can you say that in 2020? Can you? Can you? Is it? I don't know if you can really say that, but I anyway, feel like I I just fall care. under both categories, and I'm not offended, Cal. Well, I'm pretty sure there's some are, that are, you know, but, um, you, when they put the team together to really track players, current players in the NFL's performance through the season, and the technology allowed them to update in real weeks times performance how they're playing. I think this is the vision that EA had, or whoever came up with this idea, to where you will have the four letter network sports center, or you would have Fox, or you would have shows and regional and local shows like myself talking about Madden had so-and-so rated a 92. This was all what they wanted. So tip my hats off to EA, okay, because this wasn't by accident. Because they've been doing this for a while, and this is the first time I've ever on the show, doing the show for a dub for 20 years, and this is the first time I've ever spent this much time looking at Madden ratings. And the only reason why is because the players are tweeting. about it. Maybe it's because social media. Maybe because the players are, like, commenting and it comes across my radio like, man, these guys really get pissed off about this stuff. So that's the reason why we're doing it. I think the last one we did was the, the, really the only thing we touched on was the 99 Club. OK, we didn't really well, not give... even
1: entirely because the 99
0: club for this year is being announced right. at each level of the position grouping. Are they giving out a little bit too many 99s normal than they than they used to? It seems like there's a lot of 99s I'm hearing about, um, you know, more than they used to give out the ratings. Um, you know, it used to be pretty tough to get a 99, but they, they I keep hearing there's a handful of guys and there's never been a 100 given out to nobody. Right. It's like impossible. I think in history, there's never been a 100 from what I've heard.
1: As far as I know, the game doesn't have 100
0: itself. It it doesn't have 100. Whenever
1: you do your player
0: upgrades and
1: everything, if you play Ultimate Team, Uh, uh, you can
0: only go up to 99. See, you are a nerd. I don't even know that stuff. You know all that season building and all that stuff, man. Oh, yeah. See, I've never been that. It's like, man, just pass the stick. Let's go on but we plan for it and just go and sit, you know. But not all that Madden season building. Um, Uh, To your question about whether they're giving
1: out more than usual,
0: uh, it's arguable uh, the, so Seems far like they' so
1: far they've given out one for each position group that's been announced. Um, you of course we had Zach Martin got a ninety nine. Uh, we knew Justin Jefferson was the first this week he got a ninety nine um, then you had Aaron Donald the other day
0: he was given n- another ninety nine. I would say, you know what if I was in that room of the nerds um Landam I would have raised my hand and say, how old is Aaron Donald? Like, just to make it realistic, you remember they had the slogan, if it's in the game, it's in the game. Remember that one? They, that was one of the genius ones. They got rid of that, you know, got away from that. But if it's in the game, in the game, I would have raised my hand and say, you know what, technically, how old is Aaron Donald? I know he's still playing at a high level, but technically, there is, I mean, I think this is his fourth straight year at 99. He should be dropped down to at least a 97 just off of wear and tear. In real life, you're getting older. I would, if I was in a group of land and nerds, okay, I would basically raise my head and say, hey, man, I know that's Aaron Donald, but a 99 for four years, he would have to decline some. Even though he's still Aaron Donald, he's got to at least be dropped to a 97. That's just my opinion on that. If it's in the game, it's in the game. It'd have to be like at least a 97.
1: Go ahead, but keep
0: it going. This is my thoughts.
1: Your most recent 99 is uh, is your favorite MC ever. Kill a track.
0: oh yes yeah uh, can he's, see he's Rob gotten his
1: me. fourth uh fourth Madden 99 club uh, jacket if you will
0: I got a great Trev on on the Patrick Mahomes factory, just a little bit just Get a little bit here no he no just a little you bit
1: can, you, no not at all you put him in any offense, and he's going to be
0: hes gonna be I, uh, arguably
1: the best tight end in the NFL any, still. Any,
0: any offense with any head coach, I don't know about that, Jones. You know what? First of all, let, you know what? Before we get into this, and let me tell you why. Give me – okay, I don't know if you have it. You probably know. You probably don't. But, okay, we're at Killer Trev got a 99. And I know we're going around the 99 clubs. But let me go and let's look at – I want Andrew's numbers. I want Kittle's numbers. Their rating, and who else am I missing? Uh, Waller. Give me Waller's numbers. And what's my other man's name? Uh, is he with New England now? Is Seki he used to be with the Dolphins. I think he's the Patriots now. I think. Uh, Gaseki's good. Uh, he's, yeah, I want to see these numbers, though. He's still not even popping the top 10 here uh, okay, on well, the Madden rating. Oh, you know what? No, no screw that. You know, you know who else? Um, my man from ATL. That was drafted. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. There, Yeah, take out. Because uh, I was just thinking tight ends that popped to my head first, like the upper echelon. Even though Kyle Pitts hasn't really got going, but you see why he's going to be a problem. He's probably going to look more of a receiver than tight end. But put him. Let me hear these ratings of these Yeah, guys. How,
1: about I get you, how about I give you the top ten anyway? Okay. Um, and Kittle's number two at 96. Mark Andrews is number three at 95. We have a bit of a drop off there to TJ Hawkinson, the former Lion, now Viking. He's a ninety. Dallas Goddard for the uh, Eagles is an eighty-nine. Pitts comes in at eighty-seven. Damn. Um, he's really kind of taking it for his agility. Now, now he's got the speed and stuff, but he's taking the hit for the agility and then the strength. They they feel like you know compared to the other tight ends, he's only a seventy-one compared to Mark Andrews at eighty-one. Um,
0: uh, they gave Andrews eighty-one. No, uh and, oh. and the
1: strength. Oh, the strength. I'm thinking the, what? Uh, no, no their attributes. Uh, Andrews is an eighty seven uh ninety five, sorry. He's okay. a ninety five overall. Uh Darren Waller is an eighty six. Pat Fryer-Muth is an eighty five. Uh Cleveland Brown, uh David and Joku eighty four, and your freshly paid former franchise taggy, Uh Evan Ingram of the Jaguars is an eighty four.
0: Okay. I, I I disagree with you. Um, a hundred percent that Travis you can put Travis Kelsey in any other offense, um, and he'd be Travis Kelsey. Now, if you put Travis Kelsey with Kyle Shanahan, if you put Travis Kelsey with uh McDaniels, if you put him with uh Sean Payton, if you put him with coaches like that, okay, maybe. But you can't just put Travis Kelsey. He no. I, I mean, and not only that. What did they got his awareness? Like what would like hands would be? Do they have a category for that? Or do they consider that a, your awareness? What? No, his catch rating is a ninety-seven.
1: His awareness is a ninety-nine because he does make like, he, and that's what I'm saying. Like he's a tight end that will get himself open not 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 just running a route tree he will get himself open he he is the epitome of a quarterback's best friend and it just so happens that he's also his quarterback's best friend and Mahomes is able to get him the ball in ridiculous ways and he's able to receive the ball in different uh, in, in in ridiculous ways um but that's really where you, the, the awareness 99 and a catching uh, 96. And they gave
0: him an overall 99? And an overall 99. And, look, first of all, you can't tell me. Kelsey does – look, I've got respect for Kelsey. It's not like I hate Kelsey or nothing, but I will tell you straight up. He can't – he don't He don't run block as good as Kittle. I can tell you that, and I'll tell you this true. I don't think he has – I've said this before. Kelsey makes some – and even Kansas City Roy would have to admit to this. As, as much as he sleeps with Kansas City underwear on every night – you He would have to you would have to admit that even Kelsey dropped some passes here and there. It just like I said, Patrick covers up for a lot. and Andy, see that's i you look at it as like he's a tight end that can get open. I look at it. You got a guy that's running around back there that nobody can get their hands on while you're breaking free and you scramble. It's a scramble drill, a jailbreak drill. That's what that is. I mean, like, give him a quarterback that's not as mobile as Patrick or can't throw sidearm, and let me see that if he can get, as as you can say, he can get open. Look, I've always said this. You're splitting hairs when you talk about those three guys. I think Waller got, that, that reflects injury. He's going to have to come back in the Giants because if he can get it going with Daniel Jones, a.k.a. Danny Dimes, and yeah, you might have to do, that's kind of low. But let me tell you something. You're splitting hairs when you talk about Kelsey, Kittle, and Andrews. OK, now think about like, look at this. Look at the offense that Andrews has had to play in and his production he's had. They've had handcuffs on Lamar Jackson. And some people are not even that high on Lamar Jackson as a passer or being accurate. And look at the numbers, Andrews. And not only that, everybody, their mom knows the ball who gave me a top receiver. They didn't had and besides coming into this season and going to get a deal. Everybody, their mom knows Andrews going to get the ball. You see what I'm saying? Like, if I'm in that room with Lambda, Lambda nerds, I'm like, hey, man, look, did any of y'all even play in, in middle school? Uh, like, you, you have to look at things like that. You damn right there deserve to be a little Patrick Mahomes, granted. I'm 97. He's got to be right there with Kittle. And Kittle's route running. Like go look at go look at Kittle's route running as well, and I don't even think he's as gifted athletic wise as Travis Kelsey is. Travis Kelsey's athletic; he's just an athlete. He's just an athlete. Eight seven seven three seven grind. You listen to the sports grind. Today's show is being presented by Dossecs. Get a dose. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer. been the one and twos. We'll be back. Okay, back here on the sports grind Calvin Casey Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and two today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. get a dose and this next segment is going to be sponsored by pill and whiskey pill and whiskey is an oak barrel aged whiskey distilled in Canada using the finest ingredients before bottling glacier fed spring waters added from Mount Hood Oregon's highest peak pill and whiskey is the official uh, spirit of the Pro Rodeo Cowboy Association and its the official whiskey of the Professional Bull Riding Velocity Tour, and its the official whiskey of the Sports Grind and an official sponsor of the Sports Grind that is Pendleton Whiskey. All right, eight seven seven three seven Grind. Um, yeah, I mean, Kansas City Rob sent me a message. Stop hating. I'm not hating, man. I'm just, it's the truth. Hating. No, yeah. I'm not. Like the reality of it is, man. It's like. I'm not saying that he's just some. The only reason why it's Travis Kelsey because of Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you got to grade a little bit on the curve if you're talking about the categories of tight end. Because those other tight ends are in totally different, more difficult situations, and they still put up crazy numbers. The only one that I will say that's probably where you Kittle, could say that Kittle is not in a difficult I was difficult just, I, I was just about, but you're you're speeding. I was just about to say. I was in the middle of saying the only other one that I would say that yes, you could maybe grade him in regards to which I don't think so, in my opinion. But you could say, well, he's got Kyle Shannon. But the truth of the matter is, man, Kittle's is Kittle's is a beast. He can run block. He's a, he's a big part of why they run the ball so well. Uh, he has good hands. He can take hits. Okay? Um, I just feel that with Trevor, you cannot sit there and say, well, no, I'm playing with Patrick because I disagree with you. you can't just drop uh, you know, Travis Kelsey anywhere else with any other coordinators and he's going to put the numbers. I totally disagree with that. It's I, I totally disagree with that. Well, I'm I mean, gonna
1: put him in Madden, and I'm gonna put him on the Texans, and we'll see. Talking about Run real a season life season simulation. We're talking about real life. Play
0: out. We're talking real life booger. I wonder if anybody old enough to catch that one. Anyway, that no. that's what we're talking about. But anyway, let's go. We've got some uh, comments. Let's go to Dwayne on Facebook Live. Dwayne Thomas is checking in, and he says, "A guy like Jay Novacek." Uh, was a beast. Is that what he said? Yeah, was. Oh, no, well, he says a guy like Jay Novacek was before his time. Picture him with Mahomes. Um, yeah, I mean, well, I would tell you really, Dwayne, that's, I mean, you come with some great takes most of the time, so I don't agree with everything you say, but I would say that's kind of fair because really if you look at it tight and I was big on Jay Novacek, but I think with Jay, Jay was Jay was not – these guys we talk about right now, Jay was not that type of athlete. The difference with Jay is I think – now, see, if we want to go back to that era because the, 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 the game was a lot different then. But if you want to go back Jay Novacek, he was a hell of a tight end. But you know what? I mean, who did you have playing on the other side of you? You had Michael Irvin, okay? Uh, you know, basically you, you had um, – of course, Emmett Smith, you've got a Troy. To me, I don't think Jay Novacek was as good as athlete as we're talking about a Travis Kelsey or even a Kittle. Uh, hell, even a an Andrews at that. So I, I kind of see what Dwayne's talking about, but I wouldn't say really Jay Novacek. Um, now, you could sit there and maybe have said like a Jason Witten, you know like wonder if Jason Witten would have played with a Patrick Mahomes and with an Andy Reid as a play caller. I mean a lot of that stuff factors in. I know we don't want to think that but it is the truth. That's the reason why there's a guy that's about to make a reportedly like 15 to 18 million dollars. It just came just took one year off. Cuz coaching matters. Play calling matters, design matters. It, it it pretty much almost matters a little bit more than that than really who your quarterback is. If you're that good, if you're one of those elite guys, Like I said, if you really that's why we brought it up last week on the show when it was that talk about, you know, is there, you know, when Michael Vick went out there and put it out there like, hey, you know, I think Andy's the greatest of all time. And we had that discussion when we're talking about Andy Reid and Bill Belichick. If you put there, I mean, the truth of it is, look at the different quarterbacks uh, Andy Reid's done it with. And it ain't just because of Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Bill, I don't really subscribe to. You know, well, it's just because Bill had Tom. I don't subscribe to that, but at the end of the day, we've got one sample size of his success with Tom Brady of twenty years. We're just now seeing him with Mac Jones and all that. Uh, to, to me, you got Andy Reid, and you can just go look at the Philadelphia era. I mean, that's why I'm telling you that you can't tell me we can't that that I'm just hating because I'm grading Travis Kelsey just because. No, I'm not saying that everything Patrick Mahone, everything Travis Kelsey, who he is, is because of Patrick Mahone, Andy Reid. No, I'm just telling you it, it boosted it. It boosted up. It really does. But the perfect example I gave you is Andrews, man. I mean, if you want to say Kyle Shanahan, the weapons, you know, uh, Debo and all the weapons that uh, Christian McCaffrey, all the weapons Kittle's got, fine. I'll see. I'll, I'll tip my hat. That's what, you know, even though I might not agree. Do, but don't don't come here with the Andrews talk. Explain that. Explain that, Congressman. Since everybody's on a Capitol Hill right now getting testified, everything. I mean, goodness gracious. Explain that. Don't well, try that in my little town. Not in my little town, boy. Can't wait to get my take on that tomorrow. I'm saving that one for tomorrow. Friday on the way out. Leave you with that. Mr. Aldine. He calculated this so perfect, man. This is exactly what he wanted. But I'll save that take for tomorrow. Back to be calling a Travis Kelsey hater.
1: Uh, Shelby T. James on Facebook. Cal, you're hating. Take another week off. We're going to be taking a half week off next week. Um, uh, Atwanya I'm 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 uh, Hayward. Uh, I'm excited for my Ravens this year. Hopefully, the d- that defense gets some help as well. You know, Mark so Andrews will be able to have a checking. part of the offense out there. You know, more more guys around
0: him, so he can climb your ladder, Cal Yeah. So Hayward, Atwana Hayward. Yeah. Go exactly. Back me up in here. We've got a Ravens fan checking in with Andrews. Like I said, explain that. You can't. That's what I'm telling you. Like a 99, come on, man. Come on. A 97, 98, he should be right there with Kittles. And right under. And where did they give Andrews? My bad. I know you probably closed the tab, but I forgot what you I said. didn't close it. I leave uh, everything. I know you like to bounce around. Uh, with a
1: 95. Come on,
0: man. Just off of this. Kittle's th- 96.
1: And you drop off to Hawkinson. Another uh, probably underrate, underrated tight end. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson. Well, he had
0: some momentum with Detroit when he was with Detroit. And I think that's kind of cooled off when he left out of there, got traded out there. But, yeah, I I mean, I I really think for right now when you talk about tight ends, and to me it is uh, Travis Kelsey, Kittle, and Andrews. And there's everybody else. Now, I would have Waller in there, but Waller's coming off, missed a lot of games last year. I don't know what he's going to look like. This will be a good test for Waller. Now, what are we going to say if Waller gets to New York and he disappears already and basically people are cutting him off their fantasy team by week four or five? What are we going to say about this? Because Waller's been getting a lot of love. I mean, he has a great story behind him. I understand that. The brother's been through a lot. But uh, there's been Waller's – there's been a lot of love for Waller for the last few years. So what are we going to say if he just travels into the abyss In New York. I know what I'm going to say. You franchise tagged the wrong guy. But anyway, it's those three and it's everybody else. So you're splitting hairs. But I think to have Travis Travis Kelsey get the only 99 at tight end, I mean, come on, man. What was Gronk's high I wonder what Gronk's highest rating at his time. Was Gronk ever a 99? As you look at that, I guess we can move on a little bit. Speaking of... um, speaking of the ratings in in regards to the Madden situation and we talked about Detroit with him speaking of Detroit um they made a trade today then not the Lions uh pulled off a trade uh, i think they took sims was it sims or they need a lot of people considered him a bust uh Denzel Mims Mims i'm sorry Mims
1: um and he's a uh, what what uh, number 59 overall in 2020 So, you're talking about uh, second round, uh, late second round. 42 catches uh, in his career. So, uh, through two two seasons, three seasons, 2020, 2021, and 2022. uh, 42 catches, 676 yards, and no touchdowns. So, yeah, you talk about a second round pick that. And Detroit is acquiring him. Uh, Detroit is acquiring him on the New York uh, through NFL.com. The New York Jets are trading Mims and a 2025 seventh round pick to the Lions for a conditional 2025 sixth round pick. The condition on that one is whether Mims makes Detroit's
0: 53 man roster or not. I mean, well, first of all, the the only reason why this made the docket is I was going to bring up the fact that Detroit has really been aggressive. I mean, through the draft uh with free agency i mean just the way they play i mean you know we all laughed at dan campbell's press conference about we're going to take kneecaps and we're going to take you know um ankles and everything but you know what he's built that team with the gm to resemble that city and also just to resemble exactly what he said he was going to do with that press conference now they haven't accomplished anything yet they haven't had a winning season yet um, but there's a lot of people that are loving them for the North. I, I need a little bit more time on the North. I think Detroit will probably be my pick uh, because of the way that they finished last year. But I, don't, I haven't sipped it yet. And I'll let you know when I start drinking it. But I'm going to start sipping a little bit in regards to this Green Bay roster. Because a lot of experts that I respect, they keep telling me that if Jordan Love is average, the Packers are a playoff team still. But I'm trying to think, like, well, damn. I mean, we'll see. In Chicago, I mean, with the Bears, it, Bears are going to be like a box of chocolates, man. We, we don't really know what we're going to get. I, I think, for one, I hope for Chicago Bear fans' sake and for Justin Fields' uh, uh, sake, I hope those box of chocolates, I hope some of them turn into some better offensive linemen. That he's not having to run around and scramble all the damn time. Because I've yet to see, I don't know, I think he can, but I don't know if Justin, where his career is going to be headed, if I can't see him have some time to be behind the pocket instead of just taking off and running most of the time. But, again, when the smoke clears, you will see a lot of people, a lot of analysts will be picking the Detroit Lions, I believe, to win the North. I might be one of them. But I've got to sit there and look at this Green Bay roster a little bit more in depth. I want to see how camp goes. That's the reason why I don't like making predictions so early because camp, look, you can have some serious injuries in camp. I can't remember. I can remember the devastation for the last three years in Doe Valley up in Colorado around this time of year. I mean, I'm, I'm, so, I'm going to be so scared to check my phone come next week and all the way till August just to not to hope nothing comes. He went down and can't. He went down. There's also a reason why them cats have been getting number one and two buys all the damn time too. There's some unhealthy guys. That's why I don't like making picks all the time because injuries and can't let, let me see this Green Bay roster though. Do you, out the top of the dome, Jonas, do you buy into that? Would you sit there and say, are you that high still left of what's on Green Bay's roster? If, if, if Jordan Love is average, now keep in mind, this kid has a lot, a young man, I should say, this young man has a lot of pressure on him in regards to where he's playing the tradition of the packers and the guy that he's replacing because i think this is going to before you answer i think this is going to go I, you know you know i like always like say there's no middle with this it's going to go this way or that way i don't know if i'm there yet to say that there's no in between this is either going to be boom or bust now i will tell you what i would what i would put money on is the fact that it is a way better atmosphere in that locker room and at camp coming in. I, I promise you guys in Green Bay, you know, they got that tradition where you get that little bike. Kids get their bikes and they bring their bikes. You don't see kids on bikes nowhere else in the country except in Green Bay. Like, kids don't even play on bikes no more. Like, they, at Christmas time, is like, you know, everybody gets bikes. It's all, everybody's electronic and tech. Anybody ride no bikes? You got to think, I come from the era of BMX bikes gt those bikes. yeah i know all about that kids don't wear these but they're all in green bay but kids still drive bikes and they get on the players they ride to the practice field i guarantee you it is a lot better atmosphere and this feels like a black the elephant in the room has been lifted out now does that mean that they're going to result in w's without air rider i don't know but there's a lot of people high still on this green bay's roster what's your thoughts on that mr Clay? you would you subscribe to that all Jordan Love has to do is play average and Green Bay's a playoff team this year
1: no uh I think this is the year for the Vikings to try to take the north I know you I know you want to put your kool-aid guy Dan Campbell uh busting through but I still feel like the Vikings have been waiting for this kind of moment um when when the Packers haven't been there they have. Uh, and, and you have quarterback continuity. But there are pieces around Jordan Love that will allow him to be average. Uh, Christian Watson was amazing last year uh, playing with Aaron Rodgers. Okay, great. Uh, now now, what can you do with Jordan Love? Because he's going to throw the ball differently. Um, he, the way he sees the game is going to be a bit different. So you uh, sometimes the quarterback position can also eliminate um, – How effective those players are, like you were trying to say earlier with Travis Kelsey. Uh, I don't think that Christian Watson is that kind of guy. Aaron Jones could have a big year because you're going to need to have a a, a running game to support Jordan Love. Um, But he needs to be a bit better than average. uh, Because if he's just average, there are two, potentially three ascending teams around you in the NFC North. Uh, because Chicago, now that you actually have receivers for for fields, you should be able to see something happen there. Um, and then, you know, the, the hype train behind the Lions. So you've got to be better than average to win that division. This well, year. you
0: know what? I will tell you right now, and like I said, we, I will be picking these divisions later on next month. But I, I we're going to disagree already because I, I have a gut feeling Minnesota is going to take a step back. I mean, I think – and it's not just about the Kirk Cousins aspect, even though that's something to it. It just has to feel like I don't see – other than the coach they brought in, I really don't see what they've done to help out the defense. And the defense was horrible last year. It was trash. And I also feel that there's going to be second-year tape uh, under Conley's system – with Jefferson and, and and look he's a beast I mean he's going to get his numbers but I think it's going to be a little bit different and I like a little bit more difficult I should say and I kind of like what you brought up the other day when we talked about this which I totally forgot but there's no Adam Thielen there as well so there's an adjustment in there so I think Minnesota is probably going to take a little step back so uh, but we'll see I mean that's the beauty of the NFL in football. In, in in general, but back to the lines in that trade today. It just you know the Detroit lines, like I said, they're opening up with the defending champs in Arrowhead on Thursday. They're a seven point underdog that game, and there's going to be a lot of hype. Like once camp starts in another week or two, that preseason month of August, before we get to September, there's going to be a lot of hype on the lines. I'm telling you, right now it's all gang green. It's all gang green to somebody bust a kneecap or something but it's all green, it's all hype machine now they might live up to it but i still say they've got to learn them young guys got to know how to win man they got to learn how to win so right now the jets are getting a lot of light and that's what happens when you have an accomplished quarterback like aaron Rodgers, who's a future hall of famer you know up, go, and leave his franchise that he started with and go to a, a city, especially media capital world like New York. I get it. But they're taking all the. And if I'm Buffalo and I'm Miami and I'm definitely, if I'm New England, I love it. I love it. Like Sauce Garner said, man, you ain't popping, man, if you ain't got haters. All right, Sauce. You take a step back and let me see if you had Knicks games next year with Aaron Rodgers. Okay, eight seven seven three seven grind. You listen to the Sports Grind today's show is being presented by Dosekeys. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing and spinning the one and twos. We'll be back.